This is Life Coach Brenda Young. And today I want to talk to you on the topic, no fear, just faith. You know, the Bible says that faith without works is dead. That means that, you know, we have a saying in my birth country of Guyana that you must put your money where your mouth is. So give you an example. And I'm going to take this example from the Bible because we are talking about faith. If you have faith that God will bring you the desires of your heart and you desire to have a child, then you don't want to do like Sarah in the Bible and uh, say, hey, you know what? I'm barren. I can't have a child. But instead of me waiting in God for him to open up my womb, I'm going to help him by <clears throat> having uh, my maid, which is Hagar, sleep with my husband and have a baby. Now we know all what opens that up. You know, it was a big old ant's nest that was opened up and it was a horrible thing. And she was sorry. And, you know, the man was sorry for listening to her and um, the whole thing. But if Sarah had faith, then she would have known that God was going to give her a baby in his own time. She waited and waited and she think he was taking too long. So her fate was not, um, didn't have any substance, right? So if you are asking God for a child, a job, or anything that you um, are asking for praying consistently, then let's use the same analogy as a child. What you do is that you say that, hey, you know what? I know that God time doesn't work with my time and that I will walk in this faith, in this belief that one day I will, I will have a baby. And in order to prove that, then this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start shopping for baby clothes. I'm going to have a bedroom prepared, like a nursery, and I'm going to start buying furniture. I'm going to shop for pregnancy clothes because I'm going to have a baby. I'm not going to be able to wear the same clothes that I'm wearing, right? So those are the ways that you walk in faith. If you are waiting on a husband, right, start doing things that um, show that you're waiting for a husband. You know, sleep on your side of the bed, expecting a man to be on the other side. Parking one side of the, the driveway because you're expecting someone else's car. You walk in what you're expecting God to do. You live in expectancy. All right. And even when you um, experience some setbacks, like, you know, a lot of times when you're trying to have a baby, sometimes you have miscarriages and the miscarriages make you feel it's never going to happen. My body can never carry these kids or whatever. You just realize that and believe when God says that he works everything out for your good and just believe that um, the miscarriages are be probably because um, those kids were something was wrong with them or something like that. And um, that's why God allowed them to, you know, not be formed, right? So one of the first things you do to increase your fear, I mean, increase your faith is to banish fear, right? Because the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. And I don't know if you know the definition of fear, but the definition of fear is false evidence appearing real. It is not real, right? You can be lying in your bed and be scared of snakes. 
and you there's no snake in your bed but your mind is telling you that there's snakes in your bed so it's always 100% of the time false evidence appearing real and when you replace that fear with fate it prevents your subconscious mind from going into reflex mode and bringing you the thing that you fear into your experience because the subconscious mind can tell fact from fiction. And whatever you think about consistently is that's what it's going to bring to you. So you better feed it with faith instead of fear because then that's how you're going to manifest what it is that you want in life. Now, Jesus made a comment that we will know you or we will know them by their fruit, right? And if you live in faith, then we will know you by your fruit because faith is the language of God and he always delivers. So if we're seeing fruit in your life, we know that you are attracting them to you by faith, right? And, you know, man was created in God's image with the power to rule the world. Have faith that you have the power to manifest your heart's desire and believe that whatever you hold in your head, you will be able to hold it in your hand because the universe is obedient to God's will, which is why he said, ask and you shall receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened to you. It's as simple as that, right? Now, one of the ways that you can increase your faith is by um, living every day with faith in your thoughts, right? And I know that when we talk about um, the faith of a child or the faith that you're, that you're going to get that big promotion, um, you know, we have faith for big things, right? To get married, you know, to own a home, those type of things. But you know, we we um, exercise faith on a daily basis for for small you know for small things like when you put your money in the bank, <laughs> you have faith that when you go to that ATM machine, it will be there. You because you put the money in there, right? So you have faith that when you buy a seed from uh, the um, uh, from Home Depot, or one of those places, and it said that it's a mango tree, right? You're not seeing no mangoes, right? You're just seeing a little seedling and a seed, you have faith that when you plant that tree, years from now, whenever it's ready to grow, you know, beer fruit, that you will see mangoes there and not oranges. So that is the faith that we have. So we just have to transform, transfer the faith from the little things onto the big things, right? Similarly, we, have, we must have faith that whatever we ask for God in prayer, he will answer. And it is your habitual tendency of thought that reappears in your body and recreates the conditions of your life. In layman terms, you become what you think about most of the time, right? Your habitual thoughts, right? And finally, I wanna tell you to speak faith, right? Words are used as channels in which the creative energy takes shape. One of my favorite songs 
at church is speak it into the atmosphere. Words have power, right? Speak it, right? So think about it. Um, uh, you know, water takes the shape of the instrument that it passes through. Water flowing from a crooked cup becomes crooked, right? So the same as you, you know, you've got to figure out what words are coming out of this mouth, right? If the crooked words are coming out or the words that's saying it's never going to happen, guess what? It's never going to happen. So shape your destiny with the words that's flowing out of your mouth. You can't think one thing and produce another. So your, your words and your mind have to coincide. You can't be thinking faith and speaking, you know, fear, right? So make sure that they're, um, you know, they're, they're working together, right? This would be the same thing as saying that an electric fan can be used for a lighting purpose, right? So not gonna work. It's gotta be the same thing. And we all know this. It's in the Bible. There's a book about it. As a man thinketh, so is he. There is intelligence in the universe, right? Faith without works is dead, but faith with works set you free. So that's my message for today. Say goodbye to fear, cultivate courage, have faith. And if you are afraid, you do it anyway. Feel the fear and do it anyway. So until next time, this is Coach Myrna Young. And you're listening to a solo episode on the Transform Your Mind podcast. And we're talking about no fear, just wait. Blessings.